What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Killing With Kindness podcast. We're going to be discussing today all things related to the service industry. I got my main man, Nate Mullins, here. What's up? Been with me for more better part of, a, I don't know, almost two decades, really. Yeah, decade, decade and, and a half, half for sure. <laughs> um, so we got a lot of stories t- collectively together that we can talk about. We're going to bring some stories in from, from people online, and we're going to talk about uh, a lot of different things related to working in the service industry for that long. Um, so go ahead and follow us on Facebook, MST Pub Tiffin, Heart of Ohio Sports. We're going to post it on uh, Spotify and some other channels. And feel free to write in, email us, you know, message us for stories that you guys want us to talk about on this uh, podcast. Well, really, we just want to hear people's uh, opinion on working in the service industry because it's not always easy. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that uh, make it difficult, but... You know, it's not going to be all negative, so if you have some good positive stories, let's make sure that we uh, we put those on there, too. So um, I'm going to have my main man, Nate, here start us off with a couple of his stories, a couple of customer service stories that we collectively have dealt with, and we'll just go from there. So welcome to the show, and hopefully you enjoy it. Well, you know, when, it, when you first brought this subject up to mind, you know, we are kind of tossing around ideas, what we wanted to talk about. There's so many things we could talk about. And one that really came to mind, the first real negative experience that I ever had with a customer, remember the onion petals? Oh, yeah. Remember the, in the gyro? Oh, this is, okay, so this is probably one of my favorite stories to tell. So we have a couple that comes in all the time. They Got the same thing every time. They get a gyro. They share it with each other. They get onion petals as an appetizer. They get a couple beers. They have a good time. You know, they just, they're really nice. They're fun-loving couple. They come in all the time. And so they came in. They sat down. They start ordering their food. They get a couple beers. They get their appetizer. And then another table comes in. Now, keep in mind, it's our restaurant. We only have two larger tables. So we can only accommodate two large groups of people where they can sit all together. Uh, a group of three comes in and most we only have those two large tables we don't have any other smaller tables we have a lot of booths Booth, yeah, booth yeah. seating because it's it's more it's easier for us to accommodate more people that way so right away she said no i don't want a booth i want a table well there's only three of you we have these eight top tables but go ahead it's 130 we're not going to see any big tables that's fine go ahead you can go ahead and sit at that big table so Three people want to sit in an eight top. That's fine. Go ahead because you have to have a table. Now, there was no disability issues. There was no, no, no. They, they weren't big people. It was just they wanted a table. So, okay, you can have a table. Right off the rip, you could tell there was something bothering this lady. I couldn't tell what it was, but something was bothering her. She was upset about something. Um, so she orders onion petals as an appetizer. And we bring the appetizer out, and I go back to check on them. And I look over, and literally, there is a pile of onion petal casings. And her husband is taking, biting the end off of these onion petals and pulling the sliver of onion out of the onion petal and eating the onion and leaving the casing. And I'm like, was there something wrong with the onion petals? She's like, well, there's no onions in them. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I... I'm pretty sure I just saw him eat an, I didn't say this, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure I just saw him eat an onion out of an onion pub, but that's all right. You know, and I, well, can I get you something else? No, no. I just, I don't understand why the, the, you call them onion petals. There's no onions in it. Well, okay. Well, that's sorry. Sorry. 
All the while, we've got this other couple sitting at this table, literally right across from them, eating the exact same appetizer. And they love it. And they have no problems with it. But this lady, oh, there's no onions in this onion. Okay, well, sorry. I apologize. I'll take it off your bill. I'm not going to charge you for it, you know. So then we, she orders, a, uh, her and her husband share a gyro, and uh, the other member of their party got some chicken chunks. Now, the chicken chunks were great. But the gyro, she said... Oh, this is just awful, dreadful. It's disgusting. I can't even eat it. I can't even finish it. So, well, what's wrong with it? What, can you tell me what's wrong? It's just awful. It's disgusting. She couldn't tell you what was actually wrong with it. It was just awful, disgusting. The whole time, this couple sitting right next to her, eating this gyro, laughing while she's complaining. <laughs> the same exact laughing. thing. Same exact thing. Because they're exact eating process. the exact same thing, the oh, yeah. exact same process. We have the same cook in the back. There's nothing different, but she wanted to complain. All the while, this other couple is, like, laughing. So they leave after I cash them out. This other couple sticks around, has another beer. When they leave, they are just rolling, <laughs> laughing. Like, did they really just complain about the food that we're eating? Like, it's the same food. I love it. I come in 100%. here and get it all the time. I just, stuff like that is, I don't know. We, we, the only thing I could do was kill them with kindness. That's yeah, it. I mean, That's all I could do. <laughs> it's just funny because, you know, the people like that. I feel like, you know, all the, that whole group that came in, the four of them, were deciding where to go out to eat. And she lost. Like, she pulled the short straw. Ah. It wasn't her place. You know, she wanted yep. to go somewhere else. So she's already got something in her head saying, hey, you know, this is probably going to be negative. So if you're, I mean, if she's negative coming in, she's obviously going to be negative the whole time. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's tough dealing with those customers. But at the same time, you know, you take it with a grain of salt because, you know. I was going to say it kind of sounds like uh, somebody maybe ordering, not exactly sure what they were getting when they ordered it. They, that food, oh, we, you know. Oh, I like mean, that's, that's a great point, man. You, oh, we man. get that all the time, too. People that know? don't read the menu. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean, know this had coleslaw. Well, right. it says it right on the menu. Oh, yeah, that's man. me all day. Like, I always double check, <laughs> man. I'm like, what's in this food? Am I going to like this? Because I'm not going to order something I'm not going to like and make trouble for everybody. So. Right. Well, we get, I mean, our loaded chicken chunks are probably one of the most popular items that we get. And we constantly, to this day, still get people like, well, I didn't know this had coleslaw on it. I mean, it's a big block on my menu. It's, it's highlighted. I mean, it's highlighted. It's one of our main items. It says, you know, chicken chunks with cheese, French fries, topped with coleslaw. You know, I mean, so it's just unbelievable that people <laughs> can't even read that or like reading a wrap that has, you know, a chicken club wrap that has bacon. And oh, I didn't know this had bacon in it. Yeah, you got to look, man. Every like, place is doing? different. Like, <laughs> like they said, you got to kill them with kindness. It sucks. But, you know, at the same time, like, man, can you guys just read the menu? I hate throwing this stuff away or, you know. Oh, yeah. And then what do you got to do you know, after I, I gotta you got to eat it? Well, I got to give them, you know, what they wanted. You know, I got to make sure that they leave happy. You know, that's the most important thing. You got to eat that loss, though. But you it's know, all, yeah, it's always it's, on, it's you. always on us. You know, it's always on us. And <laughs> that's the thing. You know, <laughs> sometimes you just got to walk, walk away for a minute and just collect your thoughts because, man, sometimes you just want to like, come on, man. Like, just, this is not my fault. <laughs> well, I mean, even even still, like even people that read the menu and know what they ordered. And then you bring the food out, and they're like, you know what? We forgot that I wanted this grilled. I didn't want this fried. I, oh, can't, eat, I can't eat fried chicken. I can't chi eat you know, fried I, chicken right I now. I can't have breading. And mm. Like, they admit that they didn't even tell us in the beginning. But, again, you're like, <laughs> all right, let me go make you a new one. No problem. You know, it, just one of those things. It, it happens every week, almost every day. Yeah. You know, it's part of the industry. But, you know, sometimes you're just like, man, like, 
you know, I see you a lot, but I, I'm never always going to remember everything that you order all the time, you know. We're There's pretty good people, at that, though. Yeah, I mean. We're pretty good. Over the course of, <laughs> you know, 10, 15 years, we, we definitely learned a lot about people. But, you know, sometimes we forget. And, you know, I, <laughs> again, so, you know, just the other night on Friday night, um, we're busy, you know, we're, we got an hour wait at the door. No, and I'm, that never happens. You know, I'm slinging, <laughs> you know, I'm slinging on the grill and, you know, the server comes back. He's like, hey, Chase, hey, uh, you know, this, this lady, short lady, you know, she, she comes in all the time. Oh, she, gosh. she can't remember what she gets. Do you remember <laughs> what she gets? <laughs> you know what she gets. <laughs> the, the lady, you know, still told the server that, oh, Chase knows what I get. I was yep. like, you know, 90% of the time I probably do. <laughs> but at that moment, I didn't have time to go out and look and even see who it was because, I mean, we were racked out. I mean, I got 20 tickets, you know, trying to keep the ticket times under 30 minutes. That's probably another topic we can discuss, <laughs> too. But, you know, I, I, I don't remember everything. I, so I apologize. So, you know, I, we certainly try. You know, Nate does a great job of that, too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of customers that come in and we just know what they want. They don't have to order anything. We just get it out for them. But believe me, it's hard to remember all of them, so. Yeah. It's not <clears throat> no disrespect, but man, sometimes if you don't remember what you are, maybe just write it down on your phone or something. Help us out a little bit. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember one specific, I mean, she comes in all the time. You know exactly who I'm talking about, but you know, she always wants to see you. Are you is Chris oh, yeah. there? Oh, yeah. Is Chris there? Is Chris working? Tell him to come see me. But I remember the first few times she would come in by herself, it was always well, Chris knows what I, it's some kind of salad, and it was a loaded chicken chunks. It's like not even a salad. There's no it's lettuce like involved they, at all. I figured the coleslaw was part of the salad, so yeah. <laughs> I guess there's some type of greens there, you know. So. Right? That's but funny. no, it's it's just, it's funny. There's there's all kinds of people. There's And you got to, it's almost like being a head coach with you because, I mean, you got the staff you got to deal with already. Yeah. And then you also have the customers that are weekly contributors, weekly regulars that expect not only your attention, but also the A-plus service every, every single time. time. Yeah. Every yeah. single time. And yeah, we're pretty consistent, but there's that yeah. one time, and then that'll make somebody never want to come back again. And it's like, really? I was going to say, that's what's crazy about uh, your guys' place is it's kind of like – you have that atmosphere of a small place where everybody's real close with each other and your customers. But when you got a million customers, man, it's hard to like, yeah, like you said, remember everybody's ordering yeah. stuff for them. Like it's yeah. nice to have that atmosphere, but like, yeah, this, you guys just have too much business to remember all that stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll never have too much business. We, we enjoy it. And I you know, it. It, it makes the day go by fast and you know, it keeps us on our toes. You know, and unfortunately 99% of the time, I do feel like we do a great job, but it's always that 1% that, that I remember personally. That's what personally, keeps you up at night. Seriously, this you know, is, like, that's what keeps this guy at moving. At the same time, it strives us to be perfect. You know, that's we're right. never going to be perfect, but, you know, if we strive for perfection, you know, maybe we can be great, and that's what we try to do. So That's right. You know, it, it all helps, you know. Any criticism is always good. You know, you don't always want to hear all the great stuff either cause, or the good stuff. You know, you want to hear some of that stuff because that is what pushes you, you know. There's no way to get better unless you know what's going wrong. So that's, you know, I mean, I that's part of management, you know, like absolutely. we at Madison's, I, I like to think that, you know, over the years, you've done an absolutely excellent job of managing not only the expectations of the customers, but also your staff. Like that's another story we wanted to talk about. We had a, you had somebody uh, yeah, comment somebody on, comment on, on bad manager. Yeah. So I mean, she, what she was talking about was how this manager would always, you know, seat her or yeah seat her in sections that weren't very busy or you know would overstaff 
when they're not busy and understaffed when they are busy and ask her to stay over even though she had another job, um, but not really get compensated for it, you know, so she would, you know, she'd have to tip out, you know, this, you know, a lot of the places have bartenders, you know, mm. so they got to sip, sip, uh, tip out the, the bus boy, you got to tip out the bartender, and I'm gathering that this manager was probably taking a little bit of his cut too, because it didn't make any sense where she would work a six hour shift and walk out with 20 bucks. I don't care how, Ooh, I don't care no. how dead you are. <clears throat> I mean, that's not very good at all, especially if she's complaining that, you know, they're understaffed for being busy and she's walking out with 20, 40 bucks for a six hour shift. That doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. So she was talking about how this, you know, manager basically drove her to quit. You know, and I don't think the restaurant has since done very well for obvious reasons, but you know, a bad manager can really, you know, deter everything in a restaurant. I mean, it starts with yeah. management in my opinion, you know, what we do different, I think, is that, you know, I treat everybody like family. They're all my equals. I never ask anybody to do anything that I wouldn't do or haven't done personally myself. You know, that is a fact. hundred percent for I sure. I do hold people to a very high standard and, you know, because I, that's I, the standard you hold yourself to. I show, <laughs> I show my emotions very easily, especially with my staff. Like if I'm disappointed in my staff, they know it. I don't have oh, to say yeah. anything. They can nope. see it on my face. We read it, but they, <laughs> but I know that they, you know, they respond to that nicely because they, they know what I expect from them. They know the better we do, the better they do. Um, so, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I got 20 different guys with 20 different personalities that I got to deal with. So I'm not always perfect, but you know, they know they can always pull me aside and talk to me and make sure that everything's all right. And I do the same to them. So, you know, I think that's what good management is all about. Is For sure. Finding that personal connection, you know, and making sure everybody, I mean, you're never going to make sure everybody's happy, but at the same time, make sure that you communicate and, you know, keep everybody on the same page and pushing yeah. for the same goal. You know, obviously we want, want to be busy. We want to make people happy. You know, if customers are happy, everybody's happy. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's killing. That's what we strive for. Yeah, that's right. So one thing you said you got twenty guys on staff. Now that's something that is a topic that's brought up many times about at least once a week. Is why do we only have guys working there? What? What? And there's no there's no rhyme or reason. There's no reason. It really just happened. You know, we did have some ladies on staff. My wife worked for a long time. We've had many females Um, on staff, but they just seem to move on a little bit faster. Um, Yeah. Or, you know, get into relationships and have kids and, you know, that kind of stuff. But our process is a little bit different. I mean, most of the guys that have worked for us, you know, it's like you move up in our our business. You know, you don't just get hired in as a busboy and then you're stuck there forever. I mean, all of – most of my servers now – I mean, Nate here back in the beginning was my cook for a long time. I mean, he's the one that started everything with me uh, in the kitchen. Um, Man, we could talk so, about those days. Yeah. Whoo! So he, uh, those he's, are some fun stories there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he moved up himself um, yep. to a server position. You know, a lot of my bus boys are the same thing. They, you know, they start as bus boys. You know, they get comfortable with customers, and then we can move them on up. It just, you know, it happens in the past couple of years that we just don't have a lot of ladies um, because I do move people up into those server positions. You know, everybody wants to be a server, but nobody wants to know what goes on first. Before the server, you know, gets their gets to do their job. You know, the, the kitchen's a big part of it. You know, even the bus boys and you know, getting people turned over so you get more tables. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So watching these guys, you know, obviously progress, you know, through bussing tables and communicating with customers, they get better. You know, dealing with people, they get better at all that kind of stuff. So 
you know, it's kind of crazy natural to see progression, you know? some of the guys that we've been working with for so long, yeah. the, the, the maturation process with some of these guys, cause they were kids when they first started with us, man. Yeah. A ton of them. yeah they're and, a lot of young guys. For and sure. now they're, you know, young men and they, they're, they all do a great job of, you know, customer service. I think that's one thing that we really strive for. You do a great job of setting that expectation, but I think, you know, everybody on staff strives to make customers happy. And I think right. that's what keeps people coming back. That's really, the, <laughs> that's the no, key. I think so too. You know, and we've got a lot of guys that were introverts when they first got there, yeah. you know, um, that have really started to come out of their shell once they, once they see what communicating does for you. Um, you know, it's really nice to watch their progression. Like you said, they, they matured, they, you know, they're easily talking to customers. Now they're not cower in their heads, you know, they're making eye contact. A lot of the stuff that you read in books, you know, that's, it's just great to see because, you know, I think that will help them eventually down the road in life, you know, being able to communicate a little bit more, maybe set them above, you know, someone else searching for the same thing that they are. So, yeah, for sure. But, you know, that's one, that's kind of one topic that I think gets brought up a lot, but I don't think it's anything that we, obviously we're not only hiring guys. It's not like we're selectively, she's a girl, so we can't hire her. That's never happened before ever. It's, it's mostly, it's the guys that move up. They take the place of the females who leave. I mean, we've had just in the last couple of years, a couple of different females that have worked for us that have left. And those servers, the bus boys have taken their spots. It's just easier to, you know, push somebody up in that position because they're comfortable with it. You know, that's the thing. There's just not a lot of ladies in the the busing positions. That's how you got to get your start. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's one thing. There's no real rhyme or reason to that. It just, it just happened to be that way right now. I think it's like you said, it has a lot to do with our process of how you you move up. You know, you, you get, you start out as an, as an, at an entry position and then you move your way up to get those promotions. And I think it just kind of happens over time. Sure. And it's not any rhyme or reason, like you said. So, um, but no, another thing, there's some, I think with people that come in, you know, you have, we're very popular in this town. You have a lot of word of mouth people, you know, spreading the word about us, whether it's the dry rub chips or the sauces right. or right. You know, the, the, the dry rub seasoning itself and the, the chicken chunks, the burgers, everything kind of, it speaks for itself. I think sometimes when you have people come in, you know, first timers don't really have this as much, but you have some of these people that have these unreal expectations and that's something that I really wanted to talk to you about is, yeah. you know, I feel like it comes from the people who have been there more than once, more than a few times, actually. Yeah. They get this almost like uh, prestige kind like of sense of entitlement. Yes. Almost, you know, like, and I don't I don't want to put it that way. Hey, but yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, I come in two or three times a week. You know, I should be treated. A exactly. I mean, and most of the time we do. I mean, I think we bend over backwards for, you know, just about a lot, everybody, a lot of people. And, you know, and, you know, I make concessions for some people that I probably don't do for everybody. And, you know, I'm willing to admit that, but I, I mean, I want to see them happy, but there is just some people that you just can never please. That's it right. It doesn't matter what I do. If I did something one week, it's not good enough the next week. Yep. And you know, so it's hard. It, it really is hard because you, <laughs> you know, you want to treat everybody the same, but some people are just, like you said, unreal expectations. They don't, they just are never happy that, you That's, know, I just, I, yeah. I got to realize that I'm never going to please everybody, but man, 
those are the ones, like you said, that keep me up at night that I just cannot. <laughs> I know it does. I cannot. <laughs> please. You're like, man, I tried everything, you know. When even busy and you know, oh, you do a man. great job one visit and it's like, okay, I feel good about that. I feel good. Then the right. next time they come in, they got you on eggshells again. It's like, oh, all right. Well, a lot of times they'll like <laughs> skip a week, you know, to give give me more time to think about it. And then like, oh crap. They didn't come in this week. We must have done something. Uh-huh. And it's like a, Yeah. Get it out of your head, man. Get it out of your head. But, but no, that's it's one thing that I kind of we deal with a lot is, you know, people because of the level of expectation that we have for ourselves, I think that then passes on to the customers and they have, you know, the regular customers kind of develop that sense of entitlement where yeah. they're like, well, I know what to expect. So I know that I should be able to get this. And I know that they've done this for me before. And sure. it's like, well, yeah, we did that before for you before and it also inconvenienced a lot like not just the 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 order of things right. that we do but also other people around you as well so well, that's like, what I get. when <laughs> we try to do stuff for people then then you know the other people see it so then yes you know then the expectation for them starts to get a little bit different you know i'm trying to you know please everybody here and that this guy's like well you did this for this guy last week or you did it for me last week you did this you know i'm yeah, but we weren't real busy. I'm able to do more things when we're not as busy during a certain time. You know, if I got a full dining room, I'm, I'm not moving tables around all the time. You know, I, I that's, that's one just thing a, we can, we can talk about that. Oh, it just Lord. just hurts sometimes, man. Like, yeah, you're, you're right next to each other. I get it. You want to talk, but I can't. You know, especially with all these booths that we have. You know, it, dragging booths along my brand new floor that I just redid, and like, there's just a lot of negative <laughs> to it, but. Well, we've done it a couple of times, but man, it's just yeah, not something I like to do. On well, a I mean, basis. it goes back to the days of the folding tables, and hey, yeah. you can just set one up on the stage up here for twenty <laughs> people, right? You can do that. Yeah, right next. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Whatever you. Say. Oh man, uh, so you know, large groups of people is another topic I wanted to talk about. Is you know, we have kind of limited our accommodations as far as large groups for a reason it's because you know large groups i feel like i hate to say this because i know people love going out as a group but for the staff for for a restaurant unless they're suited for that type of group to come in like they have the accommodations to make that happen right you're an inconvenience to that place if you come into a place that does not have a seat if we don't have a table for more than eight people and you bring 14 people in there that's an inconvenience and I don't think people think that way they just think well we like this place we want to go here well that's great but you don't have to bring three families together to come here you can take your family and they can take their family and 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 the thing that I get a lot is people don't want to be separated and that drives me insane because it's like well, we can't put you all together. We don't have that ability. We specifically set our dining room up so that we could streamline this process and get people in and out as fast as possible so people aren't waiting at the door for an hour and a half for a table. Yeah. That's the thing that I think nobody really thinks about when in the grand scheme of things. We don't take reservations. Why? Because you can't tell people when to leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, you know, those big groups, they... I wouldn't say they're necessarily inconvenienced, but they are definitely a lot harder to handle. And yes. Like you said, so we had a group the other day. That's a good great group. Nice people. Um, but the problem was they stayed for two and a half hours. 
And I can't turn that table over for two and a half hours. And like Nate said, I can't go over there and tell them to leave. I mean, yep. It's just not polite. Um, so that's what we get into with the big tables, you know, and then you get a 14. So by the time, I mean, that's, that's a two hour turnaround, no matter what, really a 14, yep. by the time you get drinks, orders, cash out, second round of beers, you know, so you're tying up, you know, two tables basically for, for two hours where, you know, if I get a couple five tops, I can turn that over six times. Or, yeah. you know, that's why we keep so many four tops. I mean, I took some tables out during COVID. I didn't bring them all back because there was too many, you know, for our kitchen to handle. What we want to do is make sure we turn over as many tables as possible. I mean, that's, that's the grand the, scheme that's of things. That's the goal. Like, obviously. We don't want long ticket times and we don't want long wait times at the door. Right. right. Those are the most important things and, you for know, us. I, I'd say 90% of the people come in with less than four people. It's, you know, two, three, four people. And those those are the ones that we want to be able to get out quickly. I mean, if they want to stay, don't get me wrong. We're not shuffling yeah. people out. But, you know, at the same time, we definitely want those people to not wait as long. That's because we want them to keep coming back, you know. So, you know, that's our seating arrangement right now is perfect for our kitchen size. It's perfect for our staff. It's just when you get those big tables, sometimes it just bogs you down. And then when you get that 14 back there in the kitchen all at the same time, it's like that's all you can do. So and they want it you know, all the at next, the same time. The next five or six <laughs> tables after that, well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait a little while, unfortunately. You know, because our stuff's not cookie cutter either. You know, everything we cook is to order, so it's not like I have a whole bunch of buffet stuff sitting there where I can just you know sling a bunch of chicken chunks. When you order it, we cook it. I mean, that's, that's the right. Bottom line. So, that's how it's always been. You know, that's Fresh why, is first. Yeah. When I'm open, <laughs> you know, and I think most people understand if you know the food's taking 20, 25 minutes. That's the reason, because we want to make sure we put out a perfect product for you, not, you know, something that I can just get out really fast. You know, and we're not it, trying to be cookie cutter. So. And that's one thing that every time someone complains about time or weight, what's the one thing you always ask? Well, how was the food? Yeah. That's right. how was the food? And they always, oh, the food was fantastic. The food was excellent. There's nothing wrong with the food. That's the point. Like you're coming out to eat. Yes, there might be an inconvenience for you because you have to wait because it's so popular because this is the number one spot in Tiffin to eat. Right. But, you know, are you going to be satisfied at the end? Yeah, as long well, as you don't yeah, dwell on negatives. Ten, when the people that complain about the time, but when they get their food, then they're it like completely shuts off and then they're back to like 100% awesome. Oh, this is great. They're just well, hangry. You know, they just <laughs> got a little hangry, got a little Karen in there. <laughs> But yeah. Oh, but no, that's, you know, large groups of people, I think, was one thing that after COVID, we kind of had a agreement as a staff where it was like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be doing big groups because it helps us as a whole, like accommodating to larger groups of 16, 20, 24 right. people. That's that's more or less what I'm talking about, like. When you're talking large groups, I, I mean 16 or more, 14 or more, those are large groups. I'm, I don't have any problems with anybody coming in, 8, 9, 10 people. Please keep coming to Madison's. Don't take offense to us saying anything about a large group of people. No, if you have a large group, we will still happily accommodate you, but we'll kill you with kindness while we do it. How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we always do our best. That's, that's right. That's At the end of the day, that's all we can give. So that's what we will 100% of the time. So. Um. Booth or table, Chase? What's your preference? Gosh, Are you a booth get, guy? No, just get me set. Just get, get me, me a cold set. beer, man. I That's don't care. I'm, Please, just sit. I'm, I'm good either way. I mean, I actually, I actually prefer booths. I just feel like they're more comfortable. 
my kids can crawl over me a little bit easier instead of the chairs. I don't have to worry about them falling on the ground. Um, I mean, I get that some people like chairs. They just feel more sturdy, I guess. I don't – I'm really not even sure what the – I I think it's more of a space thing. People want to spread out. Yeah. And they think, don't want to yeah. be shoulder to shoulder or elbow to elbow with someone. But right. our booths are so big that you don't have that problem. Like, literally, if you have four people in a booth – you have plenty of room to eat. You have plenty of room to no, spread your so elbows too. and arms out, you know. So I, I feel like some people have a, a perception of what a booth is, but right. ours are a little bit different. Well, that means not all booths are made the same. I mean, you know, you get those booths that are real hard, and you can't move them. I mean, they're just stuck, yeah. you know, like the old cafeteria-style booths. I mean, I get that. I wouldn't want to sit in one of those for any length of time either. I mean, they're just not very comfortable, and you can't move them. But like you said, all our booths are – kind of movable you know the tables aren't locked down so if you need a little extra space you can always move it but for me yeah just get me sad get me a beer i'm i'm usually pretty happy i don't have to worry about that stuff (laughs) (laughs) just sit me down i want some food to worry about yeah if i'm out to eat i'm I'm trying to not think about anything related to decisions decisions don't don't make me choose i already know what i want give me a beer give me my food i'm not even picky (laughs) on that man just give me something cold and in the glass i'm good that's right thank you um, so I did want to talk about kind <clears> of <throat> how we've been able, you've been able to partner up with a lot of local businesses like that. The wait time thing, I think is one thing that you saw as an issue and you've tried to address it in numerous ways. One way was your partnership with uh, Dave Spridgen over there at the Renaissance. Yeah, so at the I Renaissance. thought that was really cool. Well, what we did was we got these little gift certificates for five bucks off of a drink. Um, our problem was, especially during COVID when we opened back up, people would, come put their name in and then go home because they knew we would text them or call them when their table's ready. Well, that really kind of gummed up the works as far as getting people back in there, you know, and the turning, turning the table over thing, you know, that you just can't do it fast enough if people are all the way home and you have to wait for them to get all the way back. And that's a half hour, you know, transition there. Yeah. So what we want to hold the table yeah. and there's people waiting. So what we wanted to do was keep people closer. So that yeah. was the idea. So working with Dave at the Renaissance, we got some gift certificates, you know, said, hey, why don't you go down here, have a drink, you're a lot closer, we'll call you as soon as it's done, and then you can just walk right down the street. And I think it really did help us in general trying to, you know, get people back a little bit quicker. Um, and we're going to be doing the same thing again this this winter, a little bit different concept, but same type of thing where we're just going to try to t- keep people downtown, you know, per se, as, as a set of going somewhere or going home so they can come back a little bit quicker and we can help turn those tables over, so... You know, that's the idea behind it. And obviously helping the other local bars um, in town, too, is always a positive thing. You know, that's a misconception in our industry is that we're all enemies or something. We don't like each other. It's not cutthroat, trust me. Not around here anyway. (laughs) If I I didn't work so much, I would probably be out at the other establishments much, much more. But, you know, we support them 100%. We want them to, to do well just like us. And, you know, anything that they need, they... They can always, you know, come over and ask us, you know, they, they never hesitate to ask for help. And I never hesitate to ask for help from them. You know, I've, I've asked for help from a lot of people in town, Sharon and Lee from Viaduct. I mean, they're all my friends and I'll continue to support them. You know, I know our staff on Sundays likes to go watch, you know, Sunday football at the Viaduct and have some drinks and, you know, relax and get out of our atmosphere, you know, oh, yeah. have somebody else serve them for, for a little while. It's so nice. I, you know, I just, I think... People in our industry 
like to support other people in our industry. So you'll yeah. always see our, our people at Clover Club and Reno's and Viaduct and other places in town um, quite regularly, you know, because we like to support people in our same realm. So Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like it's all a big community with all the different servers and the cooks and the different wait staff, the different staffs at the different restaurants, especially in the downtown yeah, uh, businesses. Absolutely. I think a lot of the downtown businesses are kind of, it's just a big family, you know, like it's, it's kind of an extended family. We all have our, uh, uh, they're like cousins from each yeah. of these different places. You know, you know we're, I mean? we're, like, yeah, we're, <laughs> you know, you're always, you're always going to be, you know, combined with them because of the industry you're in. You That's know, right. They share the same stories. They share the same people. Oh yeah. Lot, especially in this time, they share the same people too. If you yep. think about it, you know, we could be talking, I mean, we're never going to name any names on here, but some nope. of the people we probably have you know, mentioned with different stories, they probably have dealt with the same. They're like, oh, I, I think we know who that is. I'm pretty sure I know, you know who that mean? is, yeah. So I, I know that we're all connected in that way too. So um, it's kind of neat, but, yeah, you know, the service industry is definitely a unique industry. You know, you're, it's like a day-by-day, week-by-week process on how, you know, how you're doing because, you know, one week you feel like you did really well and the next week you'll just have a couple customers that just knock you down a few pegs. You're like, man, what? That was a that was a tough week right there. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, and even with business in general, you know, you know, some weeks you'd be really busy, some weeks you're not as busy. And in the service industry, when you're a tipped employee, you know that messes with your psyche a little bit uh, sometimes. You know. Yeah. So, you know, you got to have a different train of thought in the industry. You definitely have to, you know, find ways to budget your money just in case you have a bad week, and you know, find ways to make sure that people are, you know liking your service and you know so there's a lot to going on in, in the service industry that people don't really realize it that's why i also think that i think everybody should have to work in the service industry at least once in their life one time at least once i mean i don't care if it's when you're in high school i mean i prefer in high school because then it sets the trend for the rest of your life you know you work in the service industry at least once in high school or you know even in college i would say you know at least you have a more of a respect for what the people do you know even behind the scenes the cooks and you know that's really what sets the tone for our restaurant it's having the same cooks every single day because because consistency is key for us. I mean, if we don't have consistent food, then you know people stop coming, and then that affects the server. So really, you know, have some respect for the people in the back too. And yeah, if you have an opportunity as a youngster to to work in the service industry, at least for a little while, go ahead and do it because it'll open your mind, and you know, I think it'll really set you up for success later in life too because you'll have a more of a pre- appreciation for you know life in that industry. So. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't have to be just as a server either. I mean, oh, no, yeah. delivery driver is a great example of a service industry job where it's like, you know, you're going to deal with a lot of BS. <laughs> even, those, you know, those, even those guys and girls at Kroger, you know, work on the yeah. registers for some reason. Exactly. They get heckled for no reason. I, maybe it's just because they're young, but I don't. Yeah. You know, I always feel like the younger, younger guys always in my restaurant get heckled a little bit more because of maybe they don't have the respect yet of the older older crowd or what but yeah i feel like customers uh, they have a little bit more confidence and a little bit more uh they, they bully the younger kids a little bit more i've always seen that especially with the door guys yeah. anybody working oh, the door you yeah. better have some you better have some thick skin if you're working the door at madison <laughs> street tavern let me tell you that right now <laughs> well it's funny I mean, they'll, they'll, give, they'll give them crap about waiting and then you know, they'll, they'll say, hey, you know, can I talk to a manager, right? So I'll come out from the kitchen, and then they're like the nicest people as can be. They, <laughs> they, it's like, I'm, you know, I look at the guys, they're like, these people were really mean. They're like, oh, yeah, they were, they were pretty nasty to me. But I don't know what it is. You know, obviously, if I come out, 
you know, I can try to diffuse the situation a little bit, but a lot of times it's already diffused. They just wanted to vent to the young guy for yep. some reason. I don't, I never understood it, but it happens all the time. When you have a very calming presence, like at first when you approach somebody, it's almost kind of intimidating because you're kind of I mean, not, not really a big guy, but you have like a stature about you. And then you get close and you start talking and you're like, oh, this guy's, this guy's like a buddy. He's like my, my best friend, you know, and <laughs> it's like easy for you to diffuse just about any situation because you got a really good personality and you kind of have a way of. All right, come on. It's not that bad. No worries. Come on. Just no Usually worries. if you talk them through it and, you know, give them your side of the story, you know, like, hey, you know, we're doing the best we can. We can't get these people out right now because you know, I can't kick them out kind of thing. Like, we can't. We wouldn't do that for you. I don't want to do it for them. And, yeah. You know, that, that kind of stuff. So if you, as long as you talk through it, you know, it goes back to the communications. Most of the time when you communicate with people, they, they see it your way at, at the end. You know, customer's always right, so. You know, you just got to agree with them a little bit first. I think that's the key. You know, if yeah. you agree with them first, then it kind of breaks down their wall. And after that, then you can kind of give your side of the story. But you always have to agree with them first. Make sure that they know that you're listening to them and yes. that you agree with them. Because that's you key. Know, that's huge. You know, you don't want to put their wall back up after you're trying to break it back down. Acknowledge so. what they're saying so that way they feel like they're being listened to. And, you know, I always say, this goes back to, as a coach, I always tried to, if I had something negative I wanted to say to a player, I'd have a positive thing first, then the negative thing, and then a positive thing right after oh, that. Reinforcement, Just like, yeah. Cushion the blow a little bit, you know, yeah. like, hey, you, you did a great job on that last play, but, you know, you really got to work on your footwork, but I do like your shoes, man. They look really <laughs> nice, you know. Like, that's just kind of the way right, I try right. to, you know, build them up without tearing them down, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Open them up for us. You yeah, exactly. Open them up for us. Absolutely. Um, any other things you want to talk about here, man? Oh, man, I, th I think that was a good first first run, man. Um, be sure to, you know, get a hold of us, though. You know, message us. We want your send stories. Us some story. We want stories that we can talk about from everybody in the service industry. So anything you got, you know, MST Pub Tiffin on Facebook, Heart of, Heart of Ohio Sports on Facebook, and virtually every social media outlet for this guy. But, you know, just message me. Um, my email's on there. Go ahead and email me. Um, just give us some stories that we can talk about, and hopefully you'll tune in again. But we appreciate you tuning in right now, and uh, hopefully you have a good rest of your day, man. Thanks, Chase. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Peace. <laughs>